All right, here we go. I was looking up creativity quotes for some inspiration this week. And the first quote I read was, don't wait for inspiration. And I was like, that's a really good quote. I shouldn't be waiting for inspiration. But wait a second. I just looked for inspiration. So the quote was kind of, you know what I mean? It's good that I waited for inspiration. Otherwise, I wouldn't have seen that quote that said, don't wait for inspiration. Anyway, we're not waiting for inspiration around here. We're just starting the Totally Normal show. Welcome to Totally Normal. I am Lindsay Chrysler. I am your host. I talk about all things love life, including my own. You are totally normal. I am totally normal because things come up in your relationship life with your friends, with people you're dating, with your partner of a long time. Breakups are normal. Having hard feelings are totally normal. Feeling ashamed of little things that you do, that's today's listener question, is normal. So hang out with me while you do your 50 millionth round around the kitchen, wondering what you're going to eat for dinner, or what else do we do that's just so mundane? But it's fine. It's fine. We're all fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Um, What's up? What's up? What's happening? I didn't have oat milk for a long time, a couple weeks. As you know, I canceled my subscriptions and I missed it. I really, really missed it. But I did notice some free floating anxiety this week and I was like, maybe it's the milk in my coffee. And Robbie was like, yeah, maybe it's the milk. It's not the coffee, it's the milk. I'm like, shoot, shoot. So anyway, I'm trying oat milk today, but I did order some of that mushroom coffee. I'm not going to put the brand on here yet because I don't know how I feel about it yet. So I just want to like not inadvertently market things that I don't even know if I even like. I don't even know what their customer service is like. So I'm not even going to say the brand, but I did order some mushroom coffee you know, like the coffee alternatives that way for my second cup. So you'll, you'll all be hearing about it for sure. It's fall. This is not an evergreen podcast. This is not a podcast that you can listen to later and be like, Oh no. If you're listening to this five years in the future and it's springtime and right now I'm talking about fall, it's just the way the cookie crumbles. But anyway, it is fall. And as my therapist reminded me to look around at the trees The trees are sucking their energy into their trunk for winter, right? They're not shooting any more energy into the leaves. That's why they're turning yellow. They are turning their energy from out, 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 expansive out to in, 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 going in. Hence why people are feeling a little sad lately. And by people, I mean myself. (laughs) And the way that I deal with my sadness about, okay, things are shifting, things are over, is to get excited about Halloween, number one, and to really hone in on my hot beverages. Chai season is upon us. Hot cider. I bought my first cider, jar of cider, and a cup of, what's it called? Jug? A small jug of cider. I already had that. I reward myself by taking supplements with juice. That's the way the medicine goes down over here and falls upon us. And I, I am looking at the trees for inspiration, thinking, good. This is a time to go inside. This is a time to feel my grief at things changing and life moving on. And, you know, I think the seasons changing just reminds us that time is happening. Time is passing. That's a thing that makes it sad. I think for single people, the holidays coming up and the winter coming up, I think it makes it an especially stressful time. 
And for me, brings up homesickness, family homesickness. I don't live near my family. There's something nostalgic about school and holiday season that makes me miss my family. So that's part of the grief. And the trees, I don't think the trees are feeling grief. I think they're just doing what they need to do to survive the winter, which is to draw their energy inward and contract, right? I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. Expansion, contraction is just a natural natural part of every single breath, every single day, every single month, if you have a menstrual cycle on a monthly basis, which I know not everybody has, every single year with the seasons. And then obviously, I don't know if we want to get into this this early in the morning, but birth and death is the ultimate, you know, lifetime expansion and contraction. So hello, welcome to my thinking lately. What else is happening? So that's that's the main thing that's happening. I notice my energy going inward. And uh, whenever there's a transition, I, I tend to feel resistant to it first. I tend to speed up and do a bunch of things and commit to a bunch of things. I already did that. I already committed to large Halloween costumes and festivities. And uh, I'm feeling the burden of that already. So I get resistant. I speed up. I'm like, everything's fine. Everything's fine. I got this. No problem. Let's just play a Halloween party. That's what's going to do it. And then I feel anxious, like stomach, belly, anxiety. And then I go to therapy and I feel my feelings. And it's usually grief. It's usually grief about things changing or things not lasting, you know, which is reality. Kind of finally settling back into reality. I actually feel spacious and creative and, and good again with a with a sad, empty Buddhist heart that they talk about, you know, where you realize that things change and nothing stays the same. And that's the way life goes. That's the way life goes. I know it's love. I know it's love. Don't wait for inspiration. What's the other thing that I read? My Angelou also said creativity is something that you can't use up or that you don't run out of or something. The more you use it, the more you have, which is so true about love, love, creativity, all the finer things in life. And the more you do them, the more you do them. I love that. Let's do a listener question today. It's going to be a fun one, something that I think everyone can relate to. Before I read this question, I just want you to think about what's one of your bad habits, quote unquote bad habits. What's something that you constantly do and you know you don't want to do it anymore and you haven't been able to stop yet. Mine used to be biting my nails. I go in phases. I mean, I still bite my nails a little bit. That's one of them. Oh my gosh. It's so hard to say your bad habits publicly. It's really hard. It's really hard. I think that's a big reason why some of them stick around is because we have shame around them. And so then they stay in the secrecy dome of our lives. Then the more secrecy, the more isolated the bad habit is, the more it just kind of sticks around, kind of chipping away, chip, 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 chip. So think about that. What's one of those things? Because today's listener question is all about that. If you have a listener question, email thetotallynormalshow at gmail.com. I will keep your question completely anonymous. I love questions about anything to do with love life or wellness or friendships, relationship life, anything to do with how in the heck are we doing this whole thing and uh, how can we do it better? That's my jam. Okay, so let's read the question. Dear Totally Normal Show, what do I do when I feel like checking up on my exes on social media? I don't want to be doing it. I know it's harmful. I know it prevents me from fully moving forward. 
And what do I do about fantasies about my exes, both emotional and sexual? This is a great question. This is one of those questions of how do I stop doing this? I can't stop doing this. And I had a teacher once, I think this was like 10 years ago, and I was talking about overeating. And I had been to Overeaters Anonymous, and I didn't feel like I totally belonged. I would go in these phases, and there was certain foods that I just could not stop eating. I'm not going to mention them here because that's always triggering for people that are dealing with food stuff to hear about other people's food choices is triggering. I think that's one of the things I learned from Overeaters Anonymous, and I know it's true. If somebody mentions a specific food, I like have to have it. So I'm not going to mention what I was eating, but I was overeating something and I had a teacher and she said, instead of trying to stop eating it, just start doing something that actually makes you feel good. It's the same thing if I say, don't think of a white elephant, you know, you immediately picture it immediately. If I'm like, don't, oh yeah, don't do that. Don't check your ex's social media. That's going to make you feel bad. Social media makes you feel bad. And then you're going to go in a spiral and you're checking in. What are you looking for? You're looking for that bad feeling. And I mean, I could say that. It might be helpful to just name that you're looking for a bad feeling. You're looking for a feeling. You're looking for a feeling. And one of the bigger feelings that you can get is a hit of jealousy and feeling abandoned and regret and like you're looking for a big feeling. What I would replace that with is an orgasm. Honestly, I would just do self-pleasure instead. I would do as much self-pleasure in those moments as you can. Even if you did check it after, it would be a different feeling once those chemicals are going in your body. That's my example. I don't know exactly what would replace a big feeling for you. Orgasm, crying, feeling my feelings and crying, but it's hard to feel your feelings and crying when you could easily just go to social media and click. It's so easy. Click, click, click. It takes two seconds to go hunting for that bad feeling. And a lot of times it's like, nope, they haven't posted anything new, neutral feeling. Your brain doesn't remember that. Your brain remembers the one, two, maybe three times you've gone to check and you're like, oh my God, they have a new girlfriend or, oh my God, they went out to this fun show that I didn't get to go to or whatever. Oh my God, they're in Paris. I want to be in Paris, right? This is overwhelming feeling of like longing and regret. It's so easy to go and get that feeling. It's so much harder to like sit and meditate about the feeling. Oh, why? Like ask yourself, like, why are you going to check? Okay, I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling sad. Amazing. That would be truly amazing. I don't know anyone that actually does that, but that would be absolutely the intervention would be to pause and feel your feelings. But I don't know, you know, if we're already in a kind of a little bit of a spiral in a bad way and we're going to check that feeling, are we really going to stop and meditate and feel our feelings? I don't know. I would replace it with something good and then do it and, you know, then do it anyway. If you need to do it, do it, get it done. But like give yourself something good because you're looking for an escalated state. Orgasm is the fastest way I know for the female body. Other thing would be like, if you want to punish yourself, if you're like in a punishing mood, you know, then you make yourself do push-ups, get out of bed, do some push-ups. I don't care if you're naked, just do them. Yeah. So that's, that's part of it. I think the way to stop something is, is to start doing really a good thing. Like the other day I was feeling anxious and I was like, oh man, I I don't want to feel anxious. And it's like, well, that's not going to work. Not wanting to feel anxious doesn't make you stop feeling anxious. Going for a run, going for a walk outside, like doing something good, doing something that's going to feel good will or at least bring you back to neutral or break your state of whatever the heck I was in 
that's what's actually going to work. It's fine to sit there and not want to be anxious. It's fine to have those feelings of like resistance. That's fine. We don't even need to worry. We don't even shame ourselves about being resistant to feeling our own anxiety, indulging in checking social media X. Maybe you could go on a social media fast. You might need something dramatic. But if you've already done a social media, if you've never done a social media fast, of course, of course, do a social media fast. It's amazing for your perspective and your brain. But if you've already done those things, then it might just be time for you to be be nice to yourself. If you can't be nice to yourself, then like get it out. Be mean to yourself. You bad, bad, bad person for checking social media when you know you shouldn't, right? Like that shameful voice, I'm sure like some part of you is craving me to say something like that right? Like you want to just be the bad, bad person that you believe that you are in those moments. Okay. And then you be nice to yourself and you do something nice for yourself. She used that my teacher used the example of like, don't try to quit smoking, go to yoga. Just go to a lot of yoga. You will not be able to breathe very well if you're a smoker and you will start to want to be able to breathe. And the more yoga you go to, the of course, you're going to smoke a cigarette right after yoga class. But a week after doing yoga, you're going to start to be like, "Eh, should I smoke that cigarette or should I just go to yoga? That's what happens. It's not conscious. You don't really think about it. You just find yourself like, oh, I'm doing a lot of yoga and I'm no longer smoking. Interesting. Like that's, that's one way to do it. These hard and fast cleanses, I've done a lot of them and I think they're, they're kind of good to interrupt our brain, but they don't work long term. Long-term, the only thing that works in breaking bad habits is to fill your time with things that feel good to you and that are kind to you and to parent yourself in that way of being sweet and being kind and taking yourself out on walks and feeding yourself good food and just being the best parent you can be to yourself over time. That's the only thing that works long-term, I think. I think cleanses and retreats and workshops and 90 days social media fast, I think they do an amazing thing. They give you a reference point. Oh, this is what it could be like. I do feel good. They give you a reference point, but it's like a huge mountain that you climb. And then you've got your grappling hook in that top feeling. And then you go down a little bit because you got to go and eat some hot dogs down at the bottom of the base of the mountain. And that's fine. And then, but you know, you can get there, you know, the feeling. So then gradually over the course of a lifetime, I think you get better and better at being kind to yourself and moving forward. And then you realize, oh, I like live up. I live up here with this beautiful view. I no longer have to like hustle, hustle to get here. I I live up here. This is nice. I don't think I am going to go down there anymore because there's, you know, delicious tacos up here. Is this metaphor working? I don't know. But anyway, you are not alone. I just want to say you are not alone for checking social media X's. It's a thing that we do, especially if we're in a period of not having a relationship. We go back to our X's. We go back to what we know. It's nostalgic. It's a place where we know this person loved me. I'm going to go check in with this person that loved me because I don't know who the next person is that's going to really love me like that. And even if the person was an asshole and even if the person was not right for you, we know there was a feeling that was real and we're looking to go feel something. And so that's why we go back and check and we crave those exes because we don't feel good in this moment. And we know we felt good for a moment back then. Of course, we forget all the ways that they did not feel good, but that's not how the brain works. 
with, with nostalgic love. So you're totally normal. People do it all the time. If you're in a fight with somebody, you go and you stalk them. It's weird way to stay connected. If you're going to beat yourself up about it, beat yourself up about it. Amplify it. Say it out loud. Say all the things you're thinking about yourself after you check their social media and then follow up with an orgasm. That is my recipe for success. All right. Well, I'm going to take the rest of this cold oat milk latte to go. I hope you all have a really, really good day. I'm so sore today. I'm, I've worked out now two days in a row and I'm going to work out today, tonight, and I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm back on the exercise train and it feels sore and good and the self-esteem is flowing. That's the best thing about exercising. I mean, everyone wants to get hot, but really exercising builds self-esteem and self-esteem is I think like the spine and the body, I think self-esteem for the psyche is the most, most important thing. All right. Have a great day. Mwah. 